Welcome back to another episode of They Were Roommates. This is Chuck and Healy in the afternoon now, coming live again in a recording from our penthouse apartment in Petrogotsky Island. This week, we're bringing you just a quick Friday update. We're going to try to do these regularly, where we just recap the week briefly in short 20, 25 minutes at most, and just tell you what we got going on and all the fun we've gotten into. Yes. Contrast this with, on Monday, we will be releasing a longer episode that talks more in depth about things that we've done, things that we want to do, and we'll be trying to release on Wednesdays shorter, more thematic episodes that deal with questions about Russian life that you guys may have, or some part of the culture that we think is worth highlighting. Next Wednesday, for example, we'll be talking about transportation, because... Petersburg is a big city, and only one of us lives close enough to walk, and I don't want it in the winter. So (laughs) we know a lot about the metro system here, but there are other types of transportation in the city, and we'd like to get you guys to know about it. Yeah. You okay there? I am not okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're doing this. Obviously, we're not. Anyway, so I thought we'd start by just talking about this week in class, you know. I'm going to be honest. It was a rough week. This was a rough (laughs) week. There was a lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. (laughs) And it was a lot of work that dealt with the end of chapters. That was my Mm, experience. I think that was your experience as well. Yeah. So a lot of what we'd learned in the first few weeks, we now just got, not tested on, but had to review and really... Realize that we don't know anything. (laughs) That we don't know anything, exactly. (laughs) Like, yeah, no, that that was my thing. I think today was the worst day. Mm Because, like... I felt like I knew nothing, and by the end, I was just discouraged. Like, yes. Even Max was asking about it, like, thank God he's around, because he does a good job of staying on top of it, but, like, ourselves, like, he's just checking in with us, but, like, We man. do not do as good of a job staying on top of it, to be honest. <laughs> like, man, it, it was a rough day today. It's easy to get mentally down, because you get physically down very quickly learning and speaking in a foreign language. Yeah. I think speaking in Russian and even just having to listen and only listen in Russian, you really just burn your energy really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think that translates physiologically over to your mood because then you, if you have a headache and even though it's a beautiful day and your classmates are great and the teachers are all really nice, you still feel crappy because your brain is working so hard and has burnt so much you know, energy trying to learn this language and just get by in the language. Yeah. Like you think you know something when you're in the States and then you come here and, and the first week, no, no, the first week is fine. True. Right? Because well, everyone's still... being nice to you. Everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. this is, here's then, the Americans. They don't speak Russian. Let's be nice to them. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then a week later, it's like, oh, you've been here. We can start talking to you like normal Russians. And it's just like, please don't. I was walking back to my house yesterday and I got stopped by somebody asking me about change, and I asked him to repeat, and he did. He didn't slow down at all, and he just, I just, I said, yeah, I don't know, and I just walked away. <laughs> like, I was so burnt out from that class. I'm like, you're probably asking a very simple question, but I honestly cannot compute the answer cannot right help. now. No, I had someone, I can't remember what he asked. I don't know what he asked me because I didn't <laughs> understand. But he asked me something while I was about to cross a crosswalk. And I thought he was asking if I was crossing. So I said, die, ya budu. Yes, I will. And he just looked at me and walked away. So I guess that was not the right answer <laughs> that he was looking for. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. So hopefully the next week will go better. Yes. I, I think I think it's just it everybody has ups and downs. And we just happen to be on a good cycle, you know. Yeah. 
we, we, we are both up and down. It's like a roller coaster, folks. It's like a roller coaster. So, however, we did do something fun this week. We did go... We did a couple things that are fun. I guess. <laughs> At least for one of us. <laughs> wow. Okay, I guess I had fun this week. Charles was miserable, guys. I mean... Send care packages. He's dying over here going to museums. <laughs> so, so we went to the Hermitage on Wednesday, which was, I think, a fun time. It's incredible. At the end of two hours in there... I told Charles we have to leave because I was not being impressed by things that absolutely should impress me. And I realized that, much like speaking Russian, I was burnt out just by taking it all in. And there yeah. was just, there's so much there. You could, yeah. you could spend months in there probably yeah. and not see it all. I think my favorite are the Lenin staircases because he used okay. them one time. And now they're the Lenin staircases. But now they're the Martin <laughs> staircases because I used them one time. And so, <laughs> as long as I don't go back, I think that name will hold. <laughs> I'm expecting a plaque any day now. <laughs> like, is this what it takes just to get something named after you use it once historically? One single time, and those are the Lennon stairs. No, but to be honest, I think I think it was a lot of cool stuff. I really enjoyed the temporary exhibition they have on Potomkin. Yes. And sort of everything that was going on in that time. So you guys, like me, probably don't know much about him. And he's one of Charles's favorite figures from Russian history. So not my him. favorite. I just know a lot about I said him. one of your favorites, not your favorite. I don't think he makes the favorite list. Okay, he doesn't make the favorite list. <laughs> but I know a lot about him. But he knows a lot about him, which he will now share with you because apparently I'm done talking about Potemkin. <laughs> yeah, no, so he was just an advisor or a lover and advisor to Elizabeth, not Elizabeth, Catherine the Great. Oops. <laughs> Not going so well for someone who's supposed to it know was, Russian history. It was a dual appointment to the uh, lover and uh, assistant faculties. <laughs> anyway, he, he did a lot. He reformed, like, military design and, like, a lot about the Russian military. And the whole exhibit was, like, what's going on in Russia at the time. So there were, like, uh, parts about uh, the Turkish-Russian war and sort of everything going on there, which was very cool. Don't spill that. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just really enjoyed seeing, like, the paintings, and just all the artifacts, and hand-drawn maps from different sieges. I think that was one of my... Beautiful. They were hand-drawn and then hand-watercolored. Obviously, they didn't have machines, but they were... It's it's something that was strategic and artistically beautiful at the same time, which we, we both found... Very fascinating, and I was I was zoomed in really close to it and trying to read what it said. And this <laughs> Russian lady leaned in next to me, her face right next to mine, and just pronounced it correctly, and then leaned back with this great smile on her face. You know, it just goes, like, <laughs> Russians are helpful, because, like, she understood that we could speak it, but not, like, well, so she was, like, helping us yeah, through it a little bit. Yeah, she didn't speak to us in English. She spoke to us in Russian. Yeah. But... She knew that we couldn't read it well. Well, it was in cursor from the 18th century. I'm sorry I cannot read Russian cursor. No, it's 18th. 1700s. 18th century. I thought it was the 19th. Oh, maybe it was was the end of the century? It was the end of the 1700s. Okay. Oh, that's probably why. Okay. Yeah. So, I guess I need that old lady again. (laughs) But that's a sentence I probably shouldn't say. We'll put it on the internet. Come on, Martin. Okay. The other museum we went to was the Political History Museum, which is on my island. You probably heard that. Yes. <laughs> I think everyone heard that. Charles has reverted to his old addiction to Mountain Dew. And now he's putting it in a beer glass, which is definitely against the Geneva... Uh, rules on drinking. Rules on drinking. Anyway. Sure. So we went to the Political History Museum. 
which was started uh, right after the revolution, I believe. Parts of it were. Parts of it were. Different parts were added over time. Yes, yes. The, like, but the collection began. Yeah, it with, began with the history of the revolution. No, what was the... There was one object. Oh, no, there was objects there from... The, the, they Remember they had in that weird pyramid thing. That glass thing. Do you remember what it was? No. Anyway, I'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll probably add it to the description. We'll find out. But they started with one object and then they grew. So a lot of it is just revolution stuff, but it goes all the way up to Putin. Yeah. We were a bit confused by the layout. It was jumping time zones. It was jumping time zones, timelines, time space continuum. I was very confused. And it wasn't that we couldn't read the Russian, which, you know, some of it we couldn't, obviously, because we're not fluent. But I think for the most part, we got by and we both know the history and the political Mm -hmm. history of Russia since the Soviet Union began. It was confusing because we were trying to see what their thought process was going through it, and we could not figure it out. Yeah, because, like, one part you start out in, like, the early 1800s, and then to the right were the late 1800s, early 1900s. To the left, you were in the Soviet time. So it wasn't actually chronological yes. through the and rooms. and Lenin was in the middle and then on the other side, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was weird. And then Stalin was thrown between Lenin on both sides. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it went Gorbachev, Khrushchev, right? If I even saw, I think I saw Khrushchev once, and that was with one of the U.S. presidents. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Eisenhower. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. There was, it was very. Just... It was a very. It's. It. They have quite a lot, and I would go again. Yeah. But I would go again with a map, and I would yes. try to draw in what was going on to try to figure out if I couldn't see what's going you know, on. Speaking there. of that visit, we also had another example of Russians being helpful again. Remember when we walked in, the ladies at the ticket desk and the tour desk just immediately could tell we we're Americans and just oh, yeah. like, yeah, go there. And then we walk up to her and she's like, it's 50 rubles. And I'm like, I pull out the hundred to get pay for both of us. And then, and then you try so, giving her a 50. No, 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 no. I pulled out the 50 to give to Charles, but I wasn't going to hand it to him until after he handed her the 100. So she just took the 100 out of his hand and then took the 50, put it in his hand and said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just did it for us. And it was just, I just we just started laughing because it was just like. I she, swear she didn't we have time that. in her day to deal with stupid she had a Americans, smile on but her she face. wanted to help us. Yeah. yeah, I just found it funny. It's like we like to pretend we know anything, and then we act like we don't. We did not. Yeah, we did not act with confidence at that <laughs> museum. Or the giving our stuff to the lady, the oh, uh, coat the lady. Counter? Yeah. Okay, but there are definitely nicer coat counter ladies in Russia than that one. <laughs> that one was dismayed to see us not know what we were doing. <laughs> It's most of the time we don't know what we're that, doing. That is true. This is study abroad in Russia. I should clarify in Russia is largely an exercise in figuring out what you're doing while you've already started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of fly by the seat of your pants. No. Yes, which is actually part of Russian culture. So yes, I do enjoy that. Though yes, even, they're, even they're that, very you... flexible. They are definitely adaptable. Oh yeah, and there's. There are definitely strict rules in society, but they understand when to make exceptions for them. Yeah, so, so. It, was, it was it was a good time. Mm-hmm. I um, think. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else happened this week that besides was... you know the breaking down of our academic life. Well, that was inevitable, and we already talked about that. <laughs> the still funny. The I breakdown mean, happened. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad it did because it's going to happen. I mean, it was rough. I mean, it was nothing like particularly difficult. It was just a We're lot talking building about up. it like it's over, though. I want to. No, we want to hope. I want to pretend. Let me have my moment. Yeah, they do. <laughs> let me. <laughs> let me have my moment. Like I mean, we're here chilling, 
you know, I'm drinking Russian Mountain Dew, which is like Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, it didn't help when I first tasted it that I said, oh, yeah, this almost tastes like the real thing. <laughs> if anybody knows Diet Mountain Dew, it doesn't taste like, like the, the real, real thing. thing. <laughs> Charles but... has sold his soul to Russian Mountain Dew. Look, I'm a little desperate, okay? It's been a week. That is true. He is desperate. It's been a week. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so pathetic. That hey, sounds look, like... have I ever said my life isn't? Come Hi, on. my name is Charles, and I've been a week without Mountain Dew. It's been a month. <laughs> it's been a month. Three weeks. <laughs> I want to get my life back on track. I don't know if we can, so... Other than that, I don't think the week was... Why'd you do that? Made a noise. They're oh, going to hear that. I'm sorry. They're, this is a little toy from one of the things. In fact, I don't know what it is, actually. I, you stick I thought it, it was like a fringes. candy. I know, I know I know, what it is, but I thought it was a candy, so I opened the wrapper, <laughs> and it was just this little toy, and now I'm too embarrassed to ask my host what, host what it is, <laughs> because I don't want him to know that I picked up the little toy thing thinking it was candy, and not. It was, I, didn't, I wasn't smart enough to figure out what was going on. <laughs> you didn't put it in your mouth, did you? I did not. Okay, good, because I've been playing it with it, too. (laughs) It's like a little dog with a cane and, like, a vest and a top hat dancing, and you, like, stick it onto things. Yeah, so. I think that recaps our week. Do you have anything cool coming up this weekend besides work, work, and more work? We will hopefully be able to go to the Artillery Museum, which is also on my island. There's a lot to do on my island because it's the Yeah, I'm just so sad it's, like, an hour away from me. Yeah, well... Yeah. No. Why couldn't you live in, like closer to the south with me? Gosh. Because that would just be old Soviet apartment buildings and I want history. That's history. <laughs> That's history, but it's the same history in your entire neighborhood. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Oh, our building, the building I live in, is actually run by the people who live there, which cannot be said of all the buildings around me. Some are run by companies. That's true. Which I found interesting because it's very, it's very back to that communal sense of living. Right. They elected my host... To be the building manager, gently now, and uh, <laughs> well, you know there wasn't gonna be any noise unless you said something. <laughs> You're trying to put a bo- bottle down. It was kind of funny to watch. I was. I'm trying not to make noise to disrupt your delicate eardrums, dear listeners. You know, you're, you're talking right now is disrupting your delicate, <laughs> your delicate eardrums. Eardrum. My dulcet tones are disrupting eardrums. It's not a dulcet tone. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I don't even have a comeback for that. <laughs> it's the first time I've had someone tell me I don't have dulcet tones. We're just so tired and done. Like, everything is we funny. Are so done with this week. <clears throat> All right, so as we come to the end here, I think uh, we're going to just recap sort of what we're doing in the coming week. Uh, we got Murmansk. Yes, for your birthday. That'll be fun. That'll uh, be great. We're trying still to do ice fishing. We've booked our hotel and our flights. Yeah, flying that. Taking a train. We are not taking the train. It's a two, a two and a half hour flight. Two and, and a half. Two and a half. half, and the train ride is... 25. 25 hours. We're going to be doing that when we go to Volgograd. Shh. <laughs> That's a secret, Max. What Max, secret? We're sorry. We... You know what? It's not a secret. No, our host already told us, Max. I'm sorry. But, like, everybody knows, okay? Yes, no, we're going to Volgograd. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed if everything plans out in the future. And we just felt like we're going to get a long train ride then. So let's just splurge a little. 
get yeah, there in two hours. What, 100 rubles? <laughs> no, it's a bit more than it's that. It's a bit more. But I think it's, it's going to be worthwhile. We'll get there early Saturday morning, get to the hotel. It'll be fun. Uh, have you been contacting the hotel about... Not yet, but I'm going to get on that. That soon. was your one job, Mark. That was my one job. Actually, It I... was. I told you I would do the transport <laughs> in the hotel if you take care of the activities. However, everything is in really complex Russian, and I don't read really complex we Russian. We have friends who can read complex Russian. Yes. And I'm consulting with those experts currently. <laughs> it is under as in, review. As in, in the, as in, like, in the future? Yeah. No, as in Like, currently. from this point now, currently, no, 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 because no, no, you no. just thought about it? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So, we have Volgograd coming up. We have Murmans coming up. And uh, I think it'll be a good time. I think it will definitely be what we need, especially because academics are difficult. But, hey, we get some cultural experiences in. We get some stories that, you know... We can't, other people haven't done, and we can tell them about it. It'll be yeah, a good time. Yeah, that's what they say about Mormonsk. If you're stressed, go freeze to death in Mormonsk. <laughs> Look, we've already done it in South Bend. It was negative 40, okay? Yeah. How bad could Mormonsk be? All right. Mormonsk, that's not an invitation. Please don't kill us. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Anyway. Death or the truth? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> So as we wrap up here, uh, we want to let you know that below in the description, we will have both of our emails if you would like to send us some questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. Uh, both of our Instagrams to be able to see uh, uh, what pictures we're taking, what we're doing, because, you know, it's nice to listen, but it's also nice to also see what's going on and see the beauty of the city that we're in. It's a gorgeous uh, city. Yeah. It's a gorgeous city. Also, please leave a comment below just to let us know if you like this idea of like the Friday podcast where they're shorter, more rapid fire, a little goofier because they're not as structured. Like, I don't think we're actually ever structured with our lives, but you know, we might be on Wednesdays. We yeah, might Wednesdays might be a little more structured, structure. but like, just let us know if you like this idea and we'll try our best to continue these week in, week out. Can't always yeah. guarantee it because, you know. Things in Russia just happen, as Max likes to say. Nothing happens until it happens. So sometimes something will come up last minute, minute and you just got to ride with it. So, But give us give us questions. Give us feedback. We'd like to hear what you guys think and what you guys want to know more about because yeah. we are here and we are learning and we have a lot to share. If people want to know <laughs> maybe, things. Maybe a little too much. Maybe a little too much. <laughs> but, yeah, no, honestly, let us know. So, uh as, as we wrap up, this is Chuck and Healy in the afternoon coming to you in a recording, but live from Pittsburgh, Island. Uh, thank you very much.